Welcome to Zen Bites, where we blend ancient wisdom and business continuity, empowering mindful entrepreneurs to create a CX-focused Zen lifestyle business. Welcome. I'm Shane Dimba, and this week's Zen Bite focuses on being in flow. Now, think of a moment in your life when you were so involved in what you were doing that the rest of the world just seemed to disappear. You have this myopic view of where everything other than what you're focusing on shrinks down to a tiny dot. Your mind wasn't wondering. You were totally focused and concentrated on that activity to such an extent that you are not even aware of yourself. Well, that's being in flow. So how would you intentionally enter flow, enter the flow state? Positive psychology out of the UK has some steps to get us there. First, you need to have clarity of your goals and immediate feedback on the progress. For example, in a competition, you know what you're gonna, what you have to achieve and you know exactly how well you're doing, whether you're winning or losing. That's the same type of clarity and immediate feedback that you need on your progress for this first step. The second step is to complete, you need complete concentration on what you're doing at the present moment. There's no room in your mind for any other information. So focus concentration. Third, your actions and your your awareness are merged. For example, a guitar player merges with the instrument and becomes the music that he or she plays. The activity becomes almost automatic and the involvement seems almost effortless. (laughs) Although in reality, that's far from being so. The fourth is losing awareness of yourself or self-consciousness. It's a common experience, but After each flow experience, the sense of self is strengthened and a person becomes more than he or she was before. Then there's sense of control over what you're doing with no worries about failure. And then you have transformation of time. Usually time passes much faster than expected. However, the reverse can also be true. And lastly, activities are intrinsically rewarding. This means that they have an end in in themselves. You do something because you want to. With any other end goal, often being just, well, an excuse. 
Now, activities that lead to a flow experience are called autotelic, which is Greek. Auto for self and telos for goal. Because they're intrinsically motivated and enjoyable and have an end in themselves rather than some other end product. Now, while we're looking at being in flow state, we also have to take a look at the dangers of flow. Yes, all things have dangers. There are opposing sides to everything, right? For instance, addiction to flow can also lead to losing a larger perspective. For example, a workaholic manager may lose himself in flow at work until 10 or 11 o'clock at night for getting dinner, his family, or to say goodbye to his children. Abraham Maslow coined the term peak experience to describe intensely joyous and exciting moments in the lives of every individual. In these moments, we feel more whole, integrated, aware of ourselves, and deeply happy. You see, Maslow believed that all individuals are capable of peak experiences, but those who achieved self-actualization are much more likely to have them. And although many characteristics are shared, for example, absorption, spontaneity, loss of time, peak experience differs from flow and the presence rather than loss of sense of self. The rarity of this occurrence and having almost a mystical quality about it. While flow experiences are encouraged, Maslow cautioned against seeking peak experiences for their own sake. Again, we go back to addiction, the dangers of flow. So there you have it. Just a little zen bite on being in flow state. Now I wanna thank you for joining me. And of course, I look forward to next week. But until then, stay clear, focused, and on purpose. Thanks for listening to Zen Bites, where we just blended ancient wisdom and business continuity, empowering you to create a CX-focused Zen lifestyle business. 